the biggest stories from the pages of the London Free Press and LFPress.com. This is the London Free Press Podcast with your host, Lindsay Barnett. This is the London Free Press Podcast, and I am your host, Lindsay Barnett. If you are new here, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us. If you are a repeat customer, as I like to call you, thank you once again for joining us. I'm excited to catch up with London Free Press reporter and columnist, Jane Sims. Jane, how are you doing today? I'm great, Lindsay. How about you? I'm fantastic. Thank you so much. I'm excited to catch up with you. Um, At the time of the recording right now, it is Wednesday around noon. You just had a opinion piece published on lfpress.com. We got to talk about Western again, because this weekend, traditionally, this, bear with me for a minute, was homecoming, got flipped a few years ago to curb partying. Students took it into their power, started FOCO, aka fake homecoming. Western realized that it wasn't working for them. So now regular homecoming is back. But regardless what you call it, if you call it HOCO or FOCO, this coming weekend, traditionally, big party weekend in the city. And as a new mom, and I'm watching the pandemic very closely as I have been the duration of it, I'm a little cringy about some of what might transpire. So let's talk a little bit about uh, this weekend. The health unit has come out with rules for this weekend. Uh, We got to talk about this. So what are we expecting this weekend? Well, when you say as a new mom, you're cringy, I think that the medical officers are, officers of health are cringy about what's going on this weekend. Um, interesting to me that on a day when the, the province's vaccine certificate program is coming into play for restaurants and, and theaters and sporting events and anything that's fun to go to, um, the health unit came out with section 22 orders, which they could, um, that really don't, um, that really don't do anything but increase fines. It does. It's not new rules. It's the same rules. And I'm calling this, in my mind, sort of a preemptive strike to what they're anticipating could happen this weekend. Because unfortunately, for the folks at Western and young people in town here, they haven't given us, given the rest of the community, reason to think that they're going to follow. The restrictions that are necessary to get us through this last little bit of the pandemic. And, you know, I think what we have seen, particularly uh, during O week at Western, we saw the health unit had reports of large parties. They had reports of unmasked dancing people <laughs> all over the place uh, that people were, were, not, were not following the general protocols that we've had to follow for 18 months. And they needed to lower the boom a little bit. Also, before that even happened, back in August, we had that situation at Delilah's and Lost Love, those two nightclubs that, again, opened the doors. There's this pent up, I get it, pent up energy from having been, you know, locked down for so long. And we ended up with an outbreak. Our problem here is, I I know that Western students are probably thinking, look, we all have to be double vaxxed. You know, I just want to hang out with my friends and have some fun. Like, what's the big deal here? The problem is the Delta variant. And the Delta variant can be passed between vaccinated people. And you can in turn go 
and be somewhere. And because it doesn't take much to spread it, give it to somebody unvaccinated. And then we have people in ICUs and we have people dying. It may seem like a bit of overkill, maybe. I don't know. Um, but I think it's a rather incredible thing that the health unit has done to be this kind of, uh, to take this kind of, send this kind of message to basically say to young people in this community, we're watching, you know, if you're going to be here, we're almost there, please settle it down for a few more weeks. I found it really interesting in your piece that you were saying, don't call so-and-so a party pooper or a fun sucker. It is in fact the Delta variant. Now I have to preface this. I was a student in this city once and I liked to party. I did. It was like a rite of passage. My family's not from London. I moved here alone. It was a really good time. So I completely appreciate where these students are coming from. That being said, 2018, around $300,000 was spent on EMS to kind of contain FOCO and homecoming uh, at the time. Last year, I was wildly impressed with students. It was pretty quiet. But based on what we saw uh, a week this year and with the mass partyings, do you suspect we are going to be seeing the droves of kids through the streets this weekend? Well, I get, I, first of all, I think it depends on a couple of things. Number one, the weather, right? It is calling I mean, for rain right now. Idea. As of right now, they are calling 80% chance of showers on Saturday. <laughs> and we know from FOCO and St. Patrick's Days and everything else that if it's a nice, hot, sunny day, people get out and do crazy things, right? But I also hope that given the kind of publicity that, that bad publicity that Western got over all week, uh, with regards to crowds and with regards to a whole lot of other stuff, that maybe people might be minding their P's and Q's a little bit. I, I would hope. I mean, and maybe there will still be people trying to have parties. There's no question about that. But maybe there's a lot of people who are saying, you know, maybe we don't need to go down to Bruffdale. Maybe we don't need to, you know, maybe we can go to the football game or maybe we can do something else that's, that's uh, that, that doesn't... Uh, doesn't bring attention upon us. And, and, you know, what the health unit's done is by, you know, increasing the fines. I mean, I was a university student too, and I like to have fun too, but by, but I didn't have $750 to throw around for, to, for going to a party. I didn't have that kind of cash. And I, I would doubt, I mean, if I'd gone home and said, Hey mom, dad, I need to pay a fine for $750 because I went to a party and didn't put a mask on. Damn, I think that that's a bit, that's a pretty good incentive to kind of settle it down. I would hope, I would hope, I, 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 I gotta believe, I gotta believe that, you know, we have all of these wonderful, smart, um, uh, vibrant young people in this town that at least most of them will know better. Let's hope. Let's hope. Let's yeah. Well, like you said, the fines have been set 750 bucks for individuals. It's a thousand bucks for organizations. And if there are repeat violations by the same person or organization, fines can be escalated to 5,000 bucks a person and $25,000 per organization. 750 right. for rate, Jane, as a student, couldn't have afforded it 
uh, $5,000 definitely could not afford. And I think Dr. Chris Mackey and the Middlesex London Health Unit has done a really good job about saying, listen, we're not against partying and we're not against drinking. And you pointed this out in your article. The thing is, maybe just party small. Do we think that uh, the health unit and officials are maybe jumping the gun a little bit? Like, I want to believe that it's we're not going to be as bad off as I'm kind of suspecting. And again, I know there's a lot of variables happening here with the weather and what not but i don't know i'm i'm really hoping that things have uh kind of calmed down and i don't know what do you think it's going to take because the health unit's done a really good job they were out at masonville mall doing vaccinations and with the new vaccine passports um th- there was a lot of pop-ups of getting yeah. shots yeah. in arms what do you think it's going to take for the student population to kind of say okay you know what you're right well, I, I think, first of all, um, kudos to Western. And, and I will say, I, I, I kind of push a bit in, on this in columns. Back in the summertime, when they really hadn't put their head around the idea of, of, of a double vaccine uh, requirement. And, and I give them full marks and Fanshawe, too, for coming to the moment and saying, you know what? We need this. This is a public health crisis. Uh, this is not, you know, as much as people try to make it political, it's not political. This is public health. And, and we, we're, we are entrusted with the lives of these young people. So that's number one. There's double vaccination going on. Also, the health unit has, and other health units across the province, have been looking at creative ways to try to get to these pockets of unvaccinated people. And we have little pockets of them in the city. Um, and, you know, I mean... I mean, for most of us, I went through this when we when the stories came out about uh, young people in high school who were upset that they couldn't play sports because they didn't get their double vax. And I kind of thought, well, you had all summer. We had mass vaccination clinics. We had pharmacies. We had doctors. It took it take it would have taken you 20 minutes. They, they would put it in your arm and you'd sit for 15 minutes and you were done. You didn't think you were going to need it. Like, like, so. So what's happened now is the health unit says, all right, we can't get them there, so we'll go to them. I think they were absolutely delighted with what happened at Masonville Mall, that people would be walking through the mall and think, oh, I can go get a shot right now. And they do it. They're having, I think, even better success at White Oaks Mall because there are pockets of people there in those neighborhoods who haven't been vaccinated. And that it's getting, sometimes you've got to take the service right to somebody to, you know, you know, you've got to put it right in front of them before they say yes. We've tried gentle persuasion with a lot of people, and there's always going to be a slice of people who are not going to get vaccinated. And if that's your choice, I respect that. Okay. But if the majority of us have done this to stay protected, we can't, in my mind, we, we can't put you in danger and you can't put us in danger. Right. So the hammers have come down now. The certificates have come down. There are the mandates have spread across a lot of workplaces, and workplaces are struggling with that. There's no question about that. But if you are going to want to do the things you want to do, you're going to have to have a vaccination. And I know I, I am not a scientist. I, you know, I'm science was never my bag. 
but I've learned a lot about science in the past 18 months. And if you watch what happened in India earlier this year, and now with the Delta variant, and you're seeing what's happening in the Southern United States, and you know that that variant is circulating around London, Ontario, at London and Ontario and across Canada, you should be getting vaccinated. There's no question about it. And these are smart kids. These young people are smart. They should know better too, right? We're not trying to, I don't think that that, like I've always said this to Chris Mackey, I, I said, I don't think you're trying to kill me here. I think what you're telling me is something that I'm doing that I need to do to keep myself safe. And unless you come to that moment in your mind, you know, again, we're gonna have a sliver of unvaccinated people, but there are people who are on the fence. I think that they will come over and, and, and get their shots. Well, I think to your point, Western has done a really good job about making sure that majority of students and staff have been fully vaccinated. I think the big concern with homecoming or FOCO in years past is the droves of people that flock to the city that are not students of Fanshawe or Western. And there's no kind of mandate there. Has there been any discussion about testing at least? Because I know a lot of people are hesitant to, we're 18 months into this, oh, you know, it's just a sniffle, I'm feeling fine. Um, did Dr. Chris Mackey say anything about at least testing before going out and partying? I will tell you this, the one thing that, that, that troubled me yesterday, I think the most in the conversation that Dr. Mackey had with the community was, was the lack of testing. And it was the idea that young people um, are either thinking, like you said, I was just a sniffle, it's nothing, number one, and I'm double vaxxed, so I wouldn't get it. Or number two, I'm a little bit embarrassed to go and get a test because I told myself I wasn't going to be, you know, I wasn't going to get the virus. Or three, they're, they're protecting people who have big parties and they don't want them to be, to be uh, you know, to, to they don't want to put, you know, basically to, to send the fun police <laughs> to, uh, to find them. Um, and so that means that there's much more, I'll say much, there's more infection in this community than the numbers we're seeing on the daily dashboard from the health. Um, I'm not sure why at this point, like, I mean, you know, I will tell you this, I, I, I didn't get a COVID test. My, my first COVID test was a month ago. I had never really had one because I'd never felt the need to have one. It was easy. It's a lot better than when we first started, um, you know, and it gave me some peace of mind. Um, I, I would, uh, I would suggest, I mean, we have testing facilities and we also have rapid tests available. If you're really concerned, um, you might want to take a test, but the other part of it is this. If you are vaccinated and rapid tests are not always completely accurate, you still could be carrying virus and, and you could infect somebody. And it's just all the more reason to not put yourself in a situation where, there, whether you, where you can A, pick it up and B, give it to somebody else. We had an 80 year old woman in this town a week and a half ago who was fully vaccinated who died. It's not foolproof. It's very effective, like it's really, really, really effective, but it's not perfect. We also had a, had someone pass away uh, this week who was partially vaccinated. They weren't fully protected. So 
if you want to minimize risk to the community and minimize risk to yourself, don't go dancing without a mask in a in an enclosed spot in a dance floor and don't be going to a great big party on Bruffdale and walking around with no mask on with a drink in your hand. I don't think it's that hard. There'll I think be lots of parties. <laughs> yeah, you made very, very valid points, Jane. And I, I have no rebuttal because I completely agree. Um, if that's not enough, though, Police Chief Steve Williams has said that London Police will be out in full force again, right. handing out fines if that's what it's going to take. So I, I, I do hope for the sake of everybody, Londoners who live here, permanent residents, and the students get through this weekend generally unscathed and the students you know you're gonna do what you're gonna do i just hope you do it safely um and i hope you have fun doing it but again do it safely and just keep other people in mind because this is again short-term pain for long-term gain you know um so i guess dr summer said yesterday every pandemic ends and we're getting close but come on you gotta hold on a little longer just a little little bit longer yes we are almost there yeah, Jane. Yeah, just one more point. I feel badly for police officers and bylaw officers and public health officers and alcohol and gaming commission officers who are going to be spending time this weekend having to go out and babysit a bunch of people who, if they use their own common sense, wouldn't be doing this. And I, you know, the, you know, as a member of this community, that's that's frustrating. That's a really frustrating thing to think about. Anyway. Sorry, Lindsay, go ahead. No, no, that's okay, Jane. You and I could talk about this all day. I'm positive about it. Um, I just want to say thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. I hope things go well for everybody this weekend and two weeks after this weekend. Uh, and as Jane said, if there's any doubt, if there's a little inkling of concern in your mind, just go get tested. I joke, I was calling it the brain tickle test. I've had a few myself um, for different reasons and they've been fine. It's not a big deal. And the healthcare professionals working are fantastic. So if you're at all concerned or you just want that peace of mind go get tested no sweat if you haven't subscribed to the london free press podcast yet do it we are streaming on all of the major platforms stitcher apple google spotify youtube of course over at lfpress.com we're gonna be back again next week with another edition of the lf press podcast until then stay well